Blog Talk Radio. Corruption. Racism. Xenophobia. White supremacy. Healthcare protections hanging by a thread. Law enforcement encouraged to commit acts of brutality. Peaceful people being separated from their families. And at the helm, a man beholden to Russia who is so unhinged that his actions could actually lead us to nuclear war. Join Liberal Dan Radio, Talk from the Left, That's Right, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on Blog Talk Radio. Together we must stand against the destruction of this country and the ideals we hold dear. Before it's too late. from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's area code 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. You can also join us at the chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan and go to the show thread, show page rather, and the chat uh, room is right there. Or if you're listening after the live broadcast, you can leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc. on the show thread at liberaldan.com or you can just respond to... Um, the posts about the show at Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter or Facebook.com slash Liberal Dan as well. Happy New Year to everyone. This is the first show of the new year. Uh, not going to say New Year, New Me, because it's the same old me. Uh, maybe a slightly better improved job in the new year, which is good. Um, I, I gave a bunch of... Uh, uh, there's another platform in which I gave a bunch of uh, sort of a catching up on who I am and, and what's going on recently with my life. I'll go into that after the first commercial break. Um, you know, a lot of times, you know, get kind of easing back into the show. I was feeling a little sick last month, so I missed a couple of them. And some of the shows last month, I had some coughing fits during them. So I apologize for that. But, you know, being sick is being sick and it is what it is. So, um, I got an interesting thing going on though. In uh, you know, I'm gonna get back to start probably starting headlines maybe next week, maybe the week afterwards. Um, but the first thing I do want to discuss uh, about the show is the Kickstarter that I have going on right now. Let's let's just get that out of the way before we talk about the topics uh, that I wanted to talk about today. Uh, <clears throat> Kickstarter has this thing at the beginning of the year where it's it's like a make 100. So Let's say you're uh, an artist. You might make uh, 100 prints. Or let's say you're an author. You might write 100 short stories. Or you might print 100 copies of your short story or sell 100 copies of your book. Whatever. So it's a small, you know, little little small run things, you know, keeping it simple, I guess, at the beginning of the year. And, but, and, and they're pretty wide open as to what you can do uh, when it comes to 100. So the one thing I decided to do is I'm giving Kickstarter a, a go at it again. And I'm going to be just selling for 30 bucks a piece, 30 second ads. You can uh, advertise your business, maybe advertise your podcast, advertise your campaign. I'll go to more details on that. And there's a link over uh, to the Kickstarter on, if you go to at Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter, if you go to facebook.com slash Liberal Dan and you could also go to liberaldan.com. Each of those will have a link. Actually, should after the show, I'll go ahead and pin the Kickstarter. You know, it's kind of kind of hate to see the current pin go away. I, I, it's something that I was really proud of. There was the the video that, uh, if you remember, the group, the former group called SourceFed, which they're which are no, they're no longer in existence. That former group was trying to claim during the last election that Google was altering search results specifically for Hillary Clinton. And I thoroughly debunked them and other people thoroughly debunked them as well. And I'm not going to say that I was the reason that they're gone away, but I'm, I'm glad to see that they're gone because they're not very, they weren't very responsible people with how they ran that investigation. 
Um, but that's been pinned up there for a while now. And I think it's time for it to go on its merry way. And I'll go ahead and put a link to the Kickstarter up there as well. Um, and then, but, you know, basically, I'll go over the rules briefly. They're pretty simple. Uh, you can get one or you can get many advertisements if you want. Uh, you can get all 30 or 100. You can get all 100 if you want. I'm not, I'm not opposed to that. Uh, if you got, you know, two ads and wanted to just have one one-minute ad as opposed to two 30-second ads, that's fine, too. I'm ha- happy to do that. Only thing is, is if I'm going to voice your ad, I need to make sure that I agree with it. So I'm not going to, you know, voice an ad for a, a, a controversial product. Uh, it's not can't be anything that's like X-rated or hate speech. Uh, if you're running for office as a Republican who wants to deny women the right to choose, uh, I'm I, I'm not going to air that ad for you. You must you must voice that ad yourself. Um, and I do not guarantee that I won't verbally thrash the content of the ad afterwards. So, you know, know your audience, know whose show you're, you're advertising on, obviously. But if it's, you know, it's a cause I agree with and or a simple product that's non-controversial uh, that I don't have personal problems with, then by all means, I'll be more than happy to um, voice that ad for you and go from there. So that's where it is. That's what, that's what it be. So go ahead, check out the Kickstarter and you don't even have to buy advertisement. You can just donate to the Kickstarter. If you support liberal day and radio, it's just, there's, you can just leave a tip. If you will, you can give me just a tip. You can put in as little as $1. I'm not going to complain. Uh, I do have one, $1 contribution that happened pretty much immediately after the fact. And I think, I think they did that just so they could send me a message. <laughs> so <clears throat> whatever it is, what it is, that's fine. If they want to, you know, they want to give me a dollar so they can message me on Kickstarter. Great. That's cool. Let's go ahead. Uh, take the first commercial break. Uh, we'll come back, discuss, uh, probably discuss the Iran, Iran issue at the bottom half of the hour. Um, and then I might discuss something else beforehand. Um, but again, 914-803-4131. 914-803-4131 if you want to call in. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out BudgetEars.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do. But BudgetEars is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out BudgetEars.com or go to YouTube.com slash BudgetEars and help make your trip the best it can be. BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. In a world gone mad, one progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. All right, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say, sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family, because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mm, Are you someone who is looking to get into the ride-sharing business, be it for a side hustle or a full-time gig? Are you currently a ride-share driver wondering how to increase your earnings? Are you simply a new rider looking for first-time rider credits? Head on over to RideshareDan.com for those first-time rider credits, sign-up bonuses for new drivers, and my tips and tricks to help you make more money in the gig economy. 
Greetings. This is Nimbus Josh, host of the Percy Podcast. What is the Percy Podcast? <laughs> well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life, talking about all kinds of things, political things, nerdy things, fun things, not so fun things. Go ahead, give a listen, and follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. Why not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts you'll ever hear and no one else will. <laughs> Catch you on the tune. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming to you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. And if you've been listening to the show, that was a slightly longer commercial block than normal. Two different ads on there that I've added at this point. Uh, the last one being, uh, obviously, my uh, friend, Don uh, Nimbus Yosh, the host of the most, who has been doing his own podcast over on Anchor. Uh, dot fm and you could the percy podcast and i've talked about that before he's been on the show before and i expect him to be on the show again uh, but the other ad was for my new show my mini cast as i'm calling it on anchor.fm you can listen to me over there too and it's streaming on all sorts of places and as anchor updates me letting me know that my podcast is available on multiple platforms i will give that link to you on Facebook and on Twitter. So it's always best to follow me those places as well. You can Facebook.com slash Liberal Dan or at Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter. And you can actually, I have actually posted yesterday my, there's a trailer, which is what you just heard with all the bad impressions. And then you have the, uh, the first show, which is up and running on the Anchor uh, podcast. I've linked to that first show as well uh, on that Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter and on Facebook.com slash Liberal Dan. And eventually we'll, on LiberalDan.com, we'll be posting a direct link to it as well. So another place where you can listen to me, they're, they're going to be shorter shows. This, I think last one was about 14 to 15 minutes, I think it was, instead of the normal at least half hour that these shows normally are. And they're not going to have uh, call-in segments, but I think they have a mechanism to where if you have an Anchor account as well, you can go ahead and send me a message over Anchor, and I can respond to it on the podcast. And I think there is also a way to connect to people if they have the app as well, so that you can both have a conversation at the same time on the uh, on the podcast. So you could have kind of conversations. It's just going to be more of a one-on-one, I think, and not a call-in where I can have like several guests at the same time on the show here. So it's going to be slightly different. You know, it might be more sporadically, not necessarily every Wednesday. I mean, obviously I haven't kept up to every Wednesday recently here either, but uh, I am planning on doing that more often uh, in the new year. And, um, you know, but so I will have these shows as well. If something comes up that I just feel like I need to rant about, I could just go ahead and make a podcast, throw it up on anchor. And there you go. And if you, uh, listen to the show, you can listen over there on Anchor. You can also hear about how you can download it and maybe even do your own podcast as well. Join the ranks of the of uh, me and Nimbus Yosh and all the other people trying to fight issues like the patriarchy and uh, sexism, racism, classism, xenophobia, dogs and cats living forever, mass hysteria. So again, check that out as well. I would really appreciate it if you subscribe to those um, they also actually make it re- – um, there's that word, actually. I'm gonna trying to get rid of that word. Um, they make it easier to, to monetize as well. So what's interesting is they start you off, you can they sponsor your show. And however much click-throughs – I don't know if it's click-throughs or listens per minute or what have you, but I – or however many impressions it's created, whatever it is. You sign up, do the show. They'll pay you a certain amount of money every time I guess they listen, as long as you opt in and voice your own commercial for them. 
And then as more sponsors get interested in hearing what your show is about, you can uh, get more sponsors and get more money as well and get paid. And it's free. There's no minimum listenership either. So there's my little spiel on that. So lots of different ways that you can support Liberal Dan Radio Podcast. And simply, I mean, if you're listening right now, go to the Kickstarter. Put a buck. If 1,500 people all put up a buck, my podcast will be funded without even having to produce a single commercial. So, because I've left that op- left that option in there as well. I think that's always a default option that you can always contribute without a sponsorship level. So, um, anyway, so before I talk about Iran, I'll do the next commercial break in a, in a little bit. Um, <clears throat> one of the things that I heard on uh, the Percy podcast this today when I listened to his most recent episode it, it kind of reminded me of something else that I wanted to talk about today and he was talking about a particular fetish and there was a preference on skin color which brought me to a discussion that I had on a Facebook friends page it had nothing to do with fetishes but it had to do with maybe more stereotypes and there's a there was an article that one of my friends and this this guy I've been to his wedding. He's a nice guy. I've 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 done you know nerded out with him, but you know he's one of those you know Israel's a hundred percent to blame for everything that goes on in the Middle East, and you know kind of not wanting to look at you know certain leaders in the black community as potentially being problematic. So he shares. Uh, this this link about Louis Farrakhan and and this is the new face of anti-Semitism is black and of course that's ridiculous. Louis Farrakhan is not the new face of anti-Semitism. He's been anti-Semitic since I was in high school at least. And how do I know? So I know this because as I uh, I heard things about him and I heard how you know he was anti-Semitic and how. You know, he said these hateful things about Jews, which confused me because Jews and, and black people have a history of standing together against racism, against anti-Semitism, against bigotry. So why, why would you have a black leader being critical of Jews? And so I, just, I saw that he was on TV. And so what did I do? I didn't listen to anybody else. I just watched what he had to say. And... Oddly enough, you know, the, you know, I, I was sitting there and I was waiting, I was waiting, and I was waiting some more. I think it was about an hour sermon that he was giving, and maybe the first fifty-eight minutes were talking about how, you know, yeah, maybe you had a rough go of it in life, but you have to, you have to stand up for yourself. <clears throat> Nobody's going to stand up for you. You need to. You need to take responsibility for yourself. And, and it was a bunch of really good messages for the first 58 minutes. And I was like, well, what happened to this person? Maybe maybe it was a different speech. Maybe he was misunderstood. I don't know. And then the last two minutes, he started talking about how it was all the fault of the Jews. And there you had it. He started doing the old scapegoating scapegoat the Jews. The Jews are always the problem. Jews are always the person or the group of people that you can you can talk about. And and what what's sad is that I don't like appealing to my own authority, I guess, because you know, that tends to be a logical fallacy, but I've I've been not only have I have I dealt with anti Semitism. I mean not like other people have, but I've witnessed it. I've been a s I've been party to it as in, uh, on, the, on the negative side of party to it and I haven't been like oh you dirty Jew no I haven't done that obviously because I'm not Hispanic because that would be that would be kind of self-hating and terrible but you know I, I've been on the receiving end of, of anti-Semitism if you will and I've also but I've also been to like college courses there was uh, a school that I used to, when I was in high school uh, one of the things that I would do in high school, 
um, I think it was like two or maybe three days a week, probably two. I don't know. I had these classes that were after school and it was kind of like a continuing education because from first to eighth grade, I went to a Hebrew day school. So I learned, you know, Hebrew half the day, I learned English half the day. We learned history, math, science, everything. There wasn't full immersion. So we weren't doing math in Hebrew. We weren't doing uh, American history, at least in Hebrew, but we were, you know, we were learning some Jewish history as well. We were learning had our Hebrew classes. We learned had Torah classes, learned all about the Bible. Uh, but in this school, and this school kind of continued, Baltimore Hebrew University uh, gave us some actual university credit, I think, in the last year that I was in it. Uh, but the first two years, there was also um, other classes that we took. And one of the classes that we took had to do with anti-Semitism, how to spot anti-Semitism, and, and not just the typical, you know, outwardly, you know, oh, hey, here's a you know, here's an here's an image of a Jew, and it's terrible. But the 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 things that are said that code let you know, and, and some of these things that I had to bring up in this conversation that I had was were, was just I was shocked that I had to explain this to the people uh, that were involved in this conversation. And people were like, "Oh, well, Louis Farrakhan, you know, talks about the Palestinians and the maltreatment of the Palestinians." I'm like, "Well." Does Louis Farrakhan talk about the maltreatment of the Palestinians because he really cares about the Palestinians? Or does he talk about the maltreatment of the Palestinians because he wants to blame them all, all the maltreatment that they're receiving on the Jews and not look at any other possible problem that they might have had since the inception of the state of Israel and state of Palestine that was never allowed to form because countries like Jordan and Egypt took their land after Israel successfully defended itself. Huh. So, so we're having this conversation, and <clears throat> um, you know, I, I gave you know Farrakhan you know brought up the whole thing about how you know he brought up oh, Jews are behind banking and Jews are behind industry and entertainment and the media they control the media and. Yeah, there are Jews that are involved in all those fields. There are doctors and lawyers, too, that are Jewish. I'm none of those things. But I get, for any ill that they see by Jews, Jewish involvement in these things, they want to lump all Jews in together. And that's, that's how these things work. And, and they weren't, weren't seeing it. They weren't seeing it at all. Um, and, and it kind of and it brought me to an argument that I brought up uh, that you know you have you know, what my friend brought up the idea. Well, what's so wrong about being viewed as rich? If you're, you know, I, I would I would hate to be viewed as rich, and, and, and I would and I wouldn't hate. To, I, I would love to be rich, and people think that I'm wealthy, and, and maybe people even overestimate me or whatever. He said he would love that, and he was like, and then furthermore, you've had people who've been able to overcome it, like Snoop, Dr. Dre other rap stars, other, other people who are moguls in, in the industry who, who have managed to overcome uh, the oppression and gain wealth. And, and here's my thought on that. And, and again, I would love your calls on this. Leave your comments on Twitter. Uh, leave your comments on Facebook. But, you know, it's kind of like, first of all, you know, oh, he says, oh, I would love to be known as being good with money. Well, first of all, that that comes with negatives that you know, I guess he doesn't want to see, but it's like, there's the whole superstition, not superstition, but uh, the idea that all black men are well endowed. Are there black men that are well endowed? Sure. Just like there are Jewish men who are involved in the media and who run banks, but the, the, the perpetuating the idea and focusing on the idea that black men are well endowed is to ignore the other things that black men can bring to the table, intelligence, integrity, morals, moral values, you know, the other things that are more important about a person. And if you're going you're gonna to trivialize black men down to their size of their penis, then you're going to be doing them a disservice. And it's, it's, it's pretty effing racist, if you ask me. So there's that. But then there's the idea of, okay, so let's say these individuals like Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, um, 
forget who else he used. The one that was just murdered. Um, the uh, you know, all these people who were able to overcome and and make their riches. Has is that is that you know he's like well these people are able to do these things and use the stereotypes that black men are gangsters and drug dealers etc to their advantage to be able to make money like but is that really a good thing for them it's a good thing but for the majority of the black community because that they were able to get rich off of that perpetuated the idea that black people are just that and probably makes it harder for a black person just to walk down the street because you know your average white person is going to be like look at a black person you know if that, if that average person white person isn't you know woke i guess and they're, they're going to be leery of that of that person police officers are going to stop and frisk that person simply for being black and might uh, pull them over for a DWB. Uh, if I ever have, again, I think we, uh, I'm, we may have discussed this issue the last time he was on the show, but if we have uh, Nimbus Yosh, your host of the most from the Percy Podcast on the show, he'll tell you about a game that we both used to play, Ingress, and he would drive around the city of Gretna, which is known to be horribly racist when it comes to their policing practices, and He's been he got pulled over for a DWB three times. I mean, being black in America is seen as a crime, is seen as a threat, and we shouldn't be applauding the fact that some people were able to overcome that stereotype and get rich. We should be bemoaning the fact that society still continues to perpetuate those ideas that harm vast larger number of people. So at the day, I don't think I ever really made the point to him. I left him with a couple of links, left him with a couple of quotes. Um, Unfortunately, just some people I don't think want to learn. Some people just want to keep their ingrained biases. And unfortunately that is what helps also helps to perpetuate stereotypes about black people, about Jewish people. And when, when in reality, black people and Jewish people should be working together. And you know who benefits the most when black people and Jewish people don't get along? You know who wants to see black people and Jewish people fighting? It's the white bigots. White conservatives would love to see black people and Jewish people fighting with each other because then as they're fighting with each other, they can't look up and see who the big problem is, the big wealthy corporate white folks who are making money hand over fist over systemic racism and profiting over um, these antiquated ideas ideas about what black people and what Jewish people are like. So let's go ahead and take our next commercial break. Call back in, take your calls, uh, 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out Budgeteers.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do. But Budgeteers is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out Budgeteers.com or go to YouTube.com slash Budgeteers and help make your trip the best it can be. Budgeteers.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. 
world gone mad. One progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. All right, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say, sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family, because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mmm, yeah. Are you someone who is looking to get into the ride-sharing business, be it for a side hustle or a full-time gig? Are you currently a ride-share driver wondering how to increase your earnings? Are you simply a new rider looking for first-time rider credits? Head on over to RideshareDan.com for those first-time rider credits, sign-up bonuses for new drivers, and my tips and tricks to help you make more money in the gig economy. Greetings. This is Nimbus Josh, host of the Percy Podcast. What is the Percy Podcast? <laughs> well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life, talking about all kinds of things, political things, nerdy things, fun things, not-so-fun things. Go ahead, give a listen, and follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. Why not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts you'll ever hear, and no one else will. (laughs) Catch you on the tunes. Liberal Band Radio, Talk From The Left, That's Right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. So I did want to talk about uh, the show. Uh, show. On the show, I wanted to talk about um, Iran and everything going on with that craziness over there in the Middle East. And let's just go ahead and start off with This week's Hypocrite of the Week. This week's Hypocrite of the Week is Oliver North, who was critical of Iran for shooting cruise missiles at us. Oliver North was criticizing Iran for firing cruise missiles at us. Take all the time you need. To see who next week's Hypocrite of the Week will be, tune into Liberal Dan Radio, Talk from the Left, That's Right, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on Blog Talk Radio. Contra ring a bell, anybody? Oliver North. Uh, I mean, do they not hear themselves? It's absurd. It's absurd. I, I need to call into Jeff's show tomorrow morning and be like, Oliver North is criticizing Iran for attacking us with cruise missiles. Do you not see the irony? Are you not entertained? So. All right, so Soleimani. No liberal that I know is mourning this guy's loss. Piece of crap through and through. Nobody is upset that he's dead in and of itself. I mean, in America at least. No liberal is going to be upset about that, really. What we're really upset about is just how it went down the lack of planning, and just the general bullyingness, if that's a word, of it. The, the, the fact that they, you know, was, what's it in response to? I mean, you, you kind of, if you're responding to something, it, ha- it, has, it needs to be within a certain amount of time. Like, the, them shooting down our drone, you know, when they shot down our drone, uh, uh, 
I don't I don't necessarily believe that responses have to be proportionate. I mean, you you can't take a uh, you shouldn't be able to take a a little line and be like, okay, this is the exact amount of force, no more, no less. You know, maybe you can use a little bit disproportionate force when it comes to them, but we didn't do this right after they shot down the drone. Now, you might say, oh, well, they were planning attacks. Well, what attacks? Well, they can't tell us what attacks. Of course they can't tell us what attacks. And I do see there's a caller on hold, and I will get to you, caller, in a second. I think you can push one if you do want to get on the air, and that'll let me know that you do want to get on the air and are not just listening. Um, But the – there you go. Yeah, I see it now. So you have – the idea that they were going to attack and, you know, do we believe Trump? I don't know. How many times does a person have to lie before you say, you know what, what he says is full of crap. But how, I mean, were these attacks that he was supposedly behind? You know, was he going to be performing these attacks? Are those attacks not going to happen now because he's now taken out? Don't tell me that there's no contingency plans. Don't tell me that that they don't have plan that they weren't set in, if they already set in motion, killing him doesn't stop any attacks. They're already set in motion. Uh, not, there's not, not attacking him isn't the, isn't the way to stop any attacks, protect any American citizens. So, I'm not convinced that killing him made us any safer. Uh, I'm I'm convinced that. You know, it's more likely that we're less safe because he 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 died. Now, and in in the way in which he died. Now, if we had you know, proof, that evidence that he specifically was responsible for doing that, you, you you take the proper channels. You you seek to get him in court, in the world court. If he commits war crimes, do it that way. You know, putting IDs. Do that. You don't have to beat everything with a mallet when a scalpel can be precise. I mean, even when they took out, uh, even when they took out bin Laden, and that's again, a different scenario because bin Laden wasn't an official general with the country. Bin Laden was the actual head of an actual terrorist group. Now, does Iran fund terrorism? Absolutely they do. And we should try and stop them from doing so. But again, doing this doesn't do that. Iran still can fund terrorism without this person's uh, being dead. So and, and one more thing, and I'll get to you, Carl, I promise. Uh, one thing I did tweet out, and I, it was a great response. The person was like, dear God, you're such an effing liberal, is what he said to me. And then, of course, he put a meme, don't ever change. So I was quite amused at that. Um, but you have my tweet, which basically says, conservative ideology believes that despite our provoking Iran, that we will have the authority to escalate hostilities because Iran dared to fight back. And the great thing is, is if you follow my page on Facebook, facebook.com slash the world, Dan, the first person to respond knew exactly where I was going with this. Cause I said, it's, it's kind of like the schoolyard bully who, who pushes the kid in the, in the play yard or whatever, and then complains when the kid fights back or George Zimmerman stalking Trayvon Martin. Cause if you look at the timeline of what happened, George Zimmerman was the one who was being the provocateur. He provoked Trayvon Martin into a fight. He followed Tra- There was no reason for him to follow Trayvon Martin. He did. And then when Trayvon Martin fought back, he was like, well, now I have to defend myself. You shouldn't have attacked him in the first place. You shouldn't have followed him in the first place. You should have, if you thought something was suspicious, call the cops. And even then, you should have probably called the, shouldn't have called the cops because all he was doing was walking while black. And walking while black should not be a crime. It shouldn't matter where you are or what you're doing. You know, as long as you're not like peeping into people's windows or, or doing other activities that might hint. But if you're walking down the road, eating Skittles and drinking some iced tea, you're not a threat to anybody. So that should have never happened. And I'm not trying to re, uh, re, re-litigate what happened with George Zimmerman and Trayvon Martin, but it's just the idea that this conservative ideology basically says, we're going to start these fights, and then we're going to use the reaction to our starting the fights as, legit, as a legitimate reason to continue the fight. Well, if you didn't start the fight in the first place, there would be no reason to continue it. 
All right. So let's go ahead and uh, take the next call. Hey, caller, how are you doing? What's your name? Where are you from? Doing well. I'm Fred from Nebraska. Hey, Fred. How's it going today? Going well. I uh, I completely agree with you on the conservative ideology and the problems that it's causing. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I would also uh, like to point out tonight that there's a bigger – there's mm, I don't know if it's bigger than the Iranian general, but there's something that Trump is turning a blind eye to, and that's the um, invasion of the Crimean Peninsula by Putin. I don't know if it's a, something that he's involved in implicitly, but um, you know the largest city there is Sevastopol, and there's over 2.8 million people there who are going to be affected by this invasion. And I think the only solution. You think the only solution is what? Uh, you kind of cut off there at the end. Oh, the collar drop. Hopefully he'll come back. Um, but yeah, uh, Putin, what's going on with Russia and Putin is a big problem. There's, there's a big problem with, with Putin. And I don't expect that Donald Trump would do anything about Putin. Why? Well, simply because of the fact that Trump is Putin's bitch. He absolutely has, you know, he in the middle of the election, 2016 election, he begged Russia for help. Please help me get my hands on these servers. Please help me. Please help me win, basically, is what he said. He begged and he pleaded for foreign collusion. That's all you should need to impeach him is the fact that he was begging Putin, someone who was not our friend. Now, I was also critical during the Republican primaries of Carla Fiorina when Carla Fiorina was, was waving a big stick and basically wanting to poke the bear as well. You know, she was like, let's park the fifth fleet off the coast of Russia. You know, that's maybe not the best idea either. You know, we can have conversations about how to with with our enemies uh, to make peace with them because that's who you make peace with. You make peace with enemies. You don't make peace with friends. If you watch Game of Thrones, you'll know who said that. And um, so, but yeah, Vladimir Putin is is definitely wants the distraction, all the distractions that Trump is causing, all the destabilization that Trump is causing, his encouragement, his, his, his you know, t- support of Brexit, his, his, his people who support him, you know, the idea that, you know, the UK should leave, um, should leave the European Union and the, and the idea that, you know, and, and him, demanding making demands of NATO that that will destabilize it and you know he, he's not a politician clearly he, and, and everyone's like oh well, that's a good thing well you know what he's not diplomatic either and that's not a good thing you need somebody in the office either in the office who can be diplomatic or you need to have somebody that he brings in who can be diplomatic on his behalf because he knows, well, you know what, maybe this is not my strong suit, and maybe I should uh, defer to somebody else who might know better. But that's one of the problems with Trump. He can't admit that anybody else knows better than him. He has to be the main guy in the middle of the room. He knows. And he walks around banging these problems out with a mallet, again, when a scalpel might suffice, or maybe even no action might suffice at the time. Again, who is to know that uh, that you know, who's to say that this general being dead, maybe this general being dead, he gets replaced with somebody who's even worse, who puts even more IEDs out there. IEDs, yes. I almost said IUDs. That's a different thing altogether. Um, so, you know, maybe it's somebody who will bring even more harm to our troops. Now, I don't want any harm happening to our troops, obviously. And if And if this person was in the process of causing harm, you go ahead and you stop the harm. But I don't think you, you specifically stop the harm by taking out the head because just like the Hydra, more heads grow back. And, and we have this president 
who who is just and the only there's only one logical reason that anybody could really think of that would explain why he would take this action. That's because he was impeached. And he doesn't want people talking about the impeachment because he realizes that people might actually testify against him if they allow if they allow it to happen. Again, I want to have that conversation on the show. I want to I want to get an expert on the show that will basically explain why the Senate gets to do more than just be a jury. Um, well, maybe I'll get an answer for that next week. Who knows? We'll see. Let's go ahead. We'll take our final commercial bro- commercial block. Uh, take your calls as well. Maybe the caller will call back. I don't know what happened there. He just kind of cut off right at the, at the end. Again, it's 914-803-4131. That's 914 This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out BudgetEars.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do. But BudgetEars is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out BudgetEars.com or go to YouTube.com slash BudgetEars and help make your trip the best it can be. BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. In a world gone mad, one progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. All right, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say, sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family, because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mm, Are you someone who is looking to get into the ride-sharing business, be it for a side hustle or a full-time gig? Are you currently a ride-share driver wondering how to increase your earnings? Are you simply a new rider looking for first-time rider credits? Head on over to RideshareDan.com for those first-time rider credits, sign-up bonuses for new drivers, and my tips and tricks to help you make more money in the gig economy. Greetings. This is Nimbus Josh, host of the Percy Podcast. What is the Percy Podcast? <laughs> well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life, talking about all kinds of things, political things, nerdy things, fun things, not-so-fun things. Go ahead, give a listen, and follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. Why not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts you'll ever hear, and no one else will. <laughs> Catch you on the tune. Welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. To join the conversation, it's 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. One of the things that uh, in that Percy podcast trailer that I just played with that amused me, I laugh every time I hear it now, is uh, his co-host, Creaky the Chair, apparently uh, made a debut in that one. He was talking about that on his show today, about how Creaky the Chair is his co-host and will occasionally... Uh, chime up every now and then and share the chair point of view, if you will. So I just, I just got a good chuckle out of that. So 
Um, but yeah, so one of the things that I was talking about, and I called into another show, the same same show that I call into in the mornings all the time, that um, you know that people talk about is the whole, when Donald Trump uh, talked about going after cultural sites. Donald Trump talked about the cultural bombing cultural sites. Now, <clears throat> back in the day when <clears throat> he, uh, when uh, there were Muslim groups that were attacking Christian cultural sites, the Christian folks were raising hell. They said, well, how can they do this? That's terrible. So okay, those same Christians are now applauding Donald Trump uh, for going after cultural sites. That's obviously absurd and more hypocrisy above beyond the hypocrite of the week. But the other hypocrisy, though, where you have a situation here in New Orleans where they were taking down the monuments to Confederate generals. And I, I support that. They absolutely should be taking down the monuments to Confederate generals because they are monuments to white supremacy, to racism. They were built specifically to shove these views into the eyes of the black citizenry of the South as this the last attempt to um, basically attack them visually uh, because they couldn't do other things that they would like to do, like keep them enslaved, which is what they fought the whole damn war for. And that's why Beauregard and Jefferson Davis and Robert E. Lee did what they did. And you, you can't say they didn't because clearly the articles of not segregation of uh, secession that they filed included the idea that they have the right to keep slaves. Ugh. So, but the people who were trying to make this argument in defense of these statues were not, many of them were not making the argument of, well, these were Americans, or well, some of them were. Forget the fact that they shot Americans and killed Americans and uh, were traitors, but a lot of them are making the argument from the more basic standpoint of these are historical. And I, I'll be honest with you, at the very beginning of the debate about dealing with these monuments, I too was making the argument about, well, these are historical. Why do you want to take them down because they're historical? I since changed my mind. I was I listened to people and what they said, and they convinced me that I was wrong. So I changed my mind. <gasps> Imagine that being presented with other facts that are different from your own and changing your point of view uh, based on new ideas and new information. Oh, I should I forgot to uh, I should put that up. All right, let's do it again. Imagine that changing your mind, changing your point of view. Based on new ideas and new information. There you go. Should have had that ready. Um, so, but these people were breaking the argument that these are historical. Can't take them down. That would that would be go, you know going against history. Well, if you're going to make the argument that these that the Confederate monuments are historical and as such shouldn't be attacked, shouldn't be brought down, should, you shouldn't risk damage to them. You can't then also support Donald Trump attacking cultural sites that that are sites that are important to Muslim culture. I mean, who the hell knows what he meant? Who the hell knows um, where he wanted to go? I mean, could have been Mecca and Medina for for all we know. He could have been going talking about like the big the big ones. Wonder you could probably confuse the hell out of Trump by saying, "Oh, well, the Dome of the Rock is is, is a big site." Be like, "Well, go ahead, go attack the Dome of the Rock. Do it. I, I want to tell you that's their cultural site. We're going to attack it." And then be like, "Uh, Mr. President, that's in Israel. I don't care. Attack the Dome. I don't care." Probably what he would say. Another bad impression to join the impressions from my trailer from. <laughs> That, but I'm thinking, and I also tweeted this out earlier today too. It's like somebody just needs to remind President Trump that John McCain 
once suggested that we should bomb Iran. And well, of course he did it with a bad taste joke where he, he was like, you know, the old Beach Boy song, mm-hmm. that old Beach Boy song, bomb, 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 bomb Iran. <laughs> That's funny, huh? Real funny joking about using our troops and, and stupid wars and stupid uh, actions, military actions. But if someone would have told Trump, well, look, John McCain supported this idea. You, do you really want to be doing what John McCain does? That might be enough to get him to stop. It's holy crap. I mean, there's one person who Donald Trump can't stand more, can't stand if you, if you ignore Hillary Clinton, it's John McCain. Because, I mean, he still talks about John McCain after death. And, you know, probably because John McCain punked his ass on the floor of the Senate when he came and he left the hospital just to come make a vote and just to vote no about the repeal and replacement of Obamacare. Now, again, I'm not a huge fan of McCain. I'd rather John McCain than a lot of other Republicans that are out there, but, I mean, I wouldn't pick him as my vice president, as Biden said and walked back. Biden needs to – I mean, again, Biden's up there and and he's doing well in the polls and he, if you had to bet money, you'd probably bet money that he would be the person who would be the nomination, would get the nomination, if you will. But holy crap, somebody needs to kind of have a conversation with him and say, look, Joe, you can't be this stupid all the time. You can't make these mistakes because these are unforced errors and you don't want to commit unforced errors because, you know, when you do that, it hurts your chances of winning. So, um, yeah, you, uh, I mean, the man, Trump is just obsessed. And, I mean, he's probably more obsessed with, with, uh, McCain than he is with, with Obama. Speaking with Obama, speaking about Obama, you have many of these, if you follow, look on facebook.com slash liberal ban, uh, you'll see that I've shared several images over the past weeks. And that includes images that, are his tweets that don't stand up well to time. His tweets, I mean, there is a tweet for everything. A tweet to be born, a tweet for death, a tweet for something or something else, a tweet to be racist, a tweet to be horrible, a tweet to share. I swear it's, it is too late because he's putting us into World War Three or whatever. Anyway, sorry about that. Another bad song um what's what's that next one i'm trying to scroll down on uh, be prepared uh august 13th third august 31st of 2013 be prepared there's a small chance that our horrendous leader would knowingly lead us into world war three of course you know i also suggested in my opening intro but i'm a little overly dramatic on that thing as well and i'll freely admit that so <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's tons of tweets. His tweets just don't stand up to time and, and pretty much predict he's like the Nostradamus of idiot presidents because all the tweets that he's posted predict his own bad behavior. He's literally future projecting with his the horrible tweets that he, that he makes, he has made on Twitter. It's crazy. So anyway, this is going to be the end of the show. Uh, thank you for listening, tuning in. Remember, look at the Kickstarter uh, link to on the Liberal Band page on liberalband.com. You can also um, remember to go to either facebook.com slash liberalband or at liberalbandradio on Twitter, and you'll be able to find uh, the link uh, to the new uh, podcast, the mini cast that I'm doing on Anchor. But I'm still doing this as well. So again, at Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Liberal Dan or LiberalDan.com. Until next week, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right.